building a company from nothing is freaking hard. Us entrepreneurs are expected to deal with unimaginable challenges and somehow keep a cool head through it all. This is The Art of Entrepreneurship, and I'm your host, Jackie Hermes. I grew my company, Excelity, from zero to seven figures with no partners and no funding. The Art of Entrepreneurship is a show where we cut through the BS and dig into what it actually takes to start and grow a company. If you give me your time, I promise it won't be wasted. Now let's get to work. Good morning and welcome back to The Art of Entrepreneurship. Today we are talking about a topic that I think everyone experiences in their career. I have experienced over and over again. It's something that I'm dealing with right now. And honestly, I feel like I could say that at any time. It's how to handle challenging relationships at work. I think that wherever you work and whatever your role is, you're always going to have those challenging working relationships. There are always going to be those people that you just can't seem to get along with or you don't get. You don't think that they have negative intentions, but you can't understand why they do the things that they do or they mansplain to you. I had to throw that in there because my God, that happens all the time. You feel constantly offended when you're working with them. You feel blamed like you can't get anything done. I've been working to resolve issues like this as a leader for many, many years, and I feel like I'm uniquely qualified to cover this topic because I have worked with so dang many people over my career. As a consultant and at an agency, you have coworkers, you have internal and external stakeholders, you have clients, you're selling. I've considered other business deals where I had to evaluate how I would work with people. So I'm excited to get into this topic. There are always those people that you are going to have to win over. And I would caution you to not confuse someone who's too challenging to work with, with someone who you really just need to earn their trust. And it can be hard to differentiate the two. It is really easy to see these people as people who bother you and that you don't want to try. But you sometimes just need to earn their trust. And I've been in this situation many times. A guy who is a a good friend of mine now started as a client, and when I started working with him, he told me that he had fired three or four other agencies. That's not really a great sign, right? When you're walking in as an agency and everyone before you has gotten fired, it's like, oh, cool. Let me subject myself to this. Um, But what he really needed was someone to earn trust, was someone to really follow through on what they said they were going to do and report back on a regular basis and show results. And now all these years later, we're good friends. And I think it could have been really easy to give up at the beginning. I have another former client that I was thinking of as I was outlining this episode that used to have me sit with him for hours and hours every time we met to live edit copy because I don't think that he trusted that I got it. And once we worked together for a while, and yes, I subjected myself to that for, oh gosh, I don't know. It was months and months, but I had the time. It was early in my consulting career. He finally started to trust me and we ended up getting to work with his marketing team and they were a partner of ours for almost five years think about that relationship, everyone that we met, all the referrals that we got out of it, and all the money that we made from that client that we never would have if we had said, this is hard, this is too challenging, and then you want to give up. 
There are also people who take their stress out on you and aim their negative energy at you. These people can be very difficult to deal with. And also, if you stand in their shoes, I think sometimes we can get to a place where we understand them. We had a client at Excelity who was going through so much, and it was really sad to see. He was always down every time we talked to him, and he would take it out periodically on our team by yelling at them and just speaking to them in a way that we do not accept as a company. And eventually, we had to part ways with him. And I think that he is such a great person. And he had so many factors. And sometimes you have to set those boundaries of what you will and will not accept. So those are some of my stories. But let's get back to how to actually handle these challenging relationships. My first piece of advice for you is that you have to stop over explaining. When you feel attacked, when you feel like someone is just completely off base, making all these assumptions about you, you don't have to respond with like a 10 point lecture that covers why every single thing that they said was wrong. Maybe you're in a situation where you're getting blamed for something that you already discussed with this person. I feel like that happens so many times. I don't know how many times you have to have conversations until they sink in, you know, with adults, with your kids, with your parents. I mean, it's everyone. Maybe you're being blamed for a deadline being missed and there's actually very little of it that's your fault. Remember this. In these situations, it is extremely difficult to quote unquote explain yourself without it feeling like an excuse in that moment. It's always something that you can come back to later. However, in the moment, I think it's important to thank people for their feedback. Ask them if you can have some time to process or consider next steps. Ask them for their recommendations of how they would resolve the issue and get on the same team with them. I remember learning to stop over explaining in a couple of ways. I used to work with a guy who every time he was out of office or sick, he had like some crazy story. And I remember his overhearing his boss giving a comment like, well, you know, he's full of it because he always has some crazy big story. He might have been completely telling the truth, but he was explaining so much that it didn't seem like it was true. When I was a server at this company, Water Street Brewery, God, I had to be 18. I remember getting a table sat in someone else's section, and apparently it was mine, but I didn't know. And they sat there, and they sat there, and I kept walking by, looking at them, looking around, like, who's taking care of these people? And then finally, my boss was like, oh, it's you. And I was like, oh, God, great. They've been sitting there for 15 minutes, and I've been looking at them. I went over to them and tried to explain what had happened. And they were like, cool, this just sounds like an excuse. We saw you looking at us like you could have done more. And I could have done more. I was so young at that time. And I was like, oh, you know, these guys are jerks. But it's something that I remember as a lesson in taking ownership and a lesson in taking responsibility when sometimes it's not even your responsibility. That was a big takeaway for me. 
Next, when you're struggling with a coworker, we have to start leaning in instead of leaning out, getting to know them, trying to understand what makes them tick and where they're coming from and why they do the things that they do. Remember that most people do not have bad intentions. Most people are not trying to screw you over. Most people aren't trying to make you look bad and they could be acting from a place of fear or a deeply ingrained perspective that is from childhood or from past jobs or a bias that they have. And all of that has nothing to do with you. By leaning in and trying to understand them, you will have a much harder time blaming them for everything that's happening in your mind. And you will have a much easier time assuming that they have positive intentions. Third in my how-to list is setting boundaries. This is very uncomfortable at work, but it can actually help you gain respect. I want you to remember that it is well within your bounds at work to tell people that they can't speak to you in a certain way or that you'd like to be addressed in a kinder manner or that you don't feel comfortable being called out in a room full of people or whatever is happening at work that is crossing the line. And if that person doesn't hear you, you are welcome to go to their boss or their boss's boss. I firmly believe that you get what you accept. And it's not always time to be the squeaky wheel, but when it comes to boundaries and respect, I fully believe that you have to go and have conversations to set boundaries. And even if you're in a more entry-level position, you do deserve respect and you don't deserve to be called out and treated like garbage. Finally, always remember that clear is kind. So skirting feedback or talking around an issue, going around and around so by the end, people don't even know what feedback they're getting and anything else that you're doing that is a representation of your fear or conflict avoidance, stop. It's time to stop. In order to resolve any issue, you have to be clear about what the actual issue is, how it's impacting you, And you have to be willing to work together with whoever you're having the issue with to move forward and resolve it. So in summary, if you are experiencing those challenging relationships at work, stop over explaining, say thank you for the feedback, lean in instead of leaning out, getting to know them, set and hold your boundaries and be clear. Remember that clear is kind. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it on social or share it with just one person who needs to hear these messages, who is maybe also struggling with challenging relationships at work. And I will talk to you next time. Thank you for listening. 